Welcome to the Strategy Driven Professional Podcast, Standing Out Among Professional Peers, Part 1 of 3. On behalf of the entire Strategy Driven team, I would like to welcome you to this edition of the Strategy Driven Professional Podcast, Standing Out Among Professional Peers, Part 1 one of three. The Strategy Driven Professional Podcast focuses on the tools and techniques business professionals can use to accelerate their careers and personal goals achievement. These podcasts elaborate on the principle, best practice, and warning flag articles found on the Strategy Driven Professional website at www.strategydrivenprofessional.com. In this first episode of a series of three podcasts, Wendy Powell, Human Resources Management Consultant and Business Faculty Member of Palm Beach State College and the University of Phoenix, shares with us her insights on the need to stand out among professional peers and challengers, both within your organization and when applying for external positions. We'll follow this episode with two podcasts focus on the specific steps one can take to differentiate themselves from professional peers. And so now, without any further delays, let's get started. We are privileged to be joined by Wendy Powell, author of Management Experience Acquired, Necessary Skills for Successfully Managing Any Employee. With more than 25 years of human resource and management consulting experience, Wendy has spent most of her career at the University of Michigan. She is currently on the business faculty at both Palm Beach State College and the University of Phoenix. A member of the Society of Human Resource Management, She received a Leadership Award in 2002 from the Midwest College and University Professional Association for Human Resources. Wendy holds a Bachelor of Science degree in Business Management and a Master of Arts degree in Organizational Management. Wendy, welcome to the Strategy Driven Professional Podcast. Thank you. It's great to have you back on the show. You know, I'm thrilled about this podcast series that we've titled Standing Out Among Professional Peers because I really do think it's important given the economic conditions that we're facing not just today but potentially facing in the new year. So my first question is given that so many companies are struggling and we hear in the news so often that companies are reducing the number of hours that they're going to have available for their employees or they're making some some cutbacks. Is anybody really out there hiring and promoting within the marketplace? Certainly that it's dramatically diminished. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they do, but employers are looking for creativity, new ideas, and new blood, if you will. They often overlook the current staff in favor, favor of the new blood with the expectation of new ideas that are going to re-jump their organization or save the organization. So if you are currently within an organization, you have to be proving that you are on the A-list, that you Mm -hmm. need to be telling them what you can do to keep them afloat 
and to use your creative thinking tools. Wendy, uh, in that line of thinking, when I think of somebody trying to differentiate themselves for the hiring executives and managers, what activities can they specifically do that will shout out that message that, hey, I am a creative person, I am looking for the value-add opportunities to bring to the organization? Well, you need to be demonstrating forward-thinking skills. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, it can't be over. At the end of the day, you need to be researching. You need to be keeping current on your field. Um, again, they're looking for people that can restart or occasionally save their organizations. Uh, you know, they're moving and quickly changing. Uh, they look for candidates that can meet the needs of potential globalization or perhaps skills to reorganize with a streamlined staff. So they are looking for people that are demonstrating those skills and abilities. You're telling the boss that you want to take on more. You want to lead teams. You want to lead initiatives. Mm-hmm. And you, again, want to be able to prove to them that you're indispensable. You, you, they can't afford to get ready. And they can't afford not to promote you over someone coming from the outside. You mentioned something there about keeping up with industry trends and what's going on in the marketplace. I can remember, and I guess I should say I still do this. When I go into my manager's office, I actually look to see what books are on his or her bookshelf. And I use that to seed my own reading list as of what might be of interest to them. How does somebody formulate the list of what I should be reading and what resources I should be pursuing uh, to keep up? Well, first of all, it's important to belong to associations mm-hmm. and to see what kinds of reading lists that they have, see what kinds of publications, magazines. Magazines provide a wealth of knowledge for people who are learning and who are in the mode of keeping up with what the movement is in their field. But those are wonderful tools to look to see what the associations are are throwing out there for Mm -hmm. you. And they organize it for you. If you keep current with reading the latest trends, go, go, you don't have to buy a book. You, you research it on the internet. In fact, most people are researching on the internet these days. Certainly you have to be careful with your sources. But nonetheless, you're always having to prove that you have an, you can have an intelligent conversation with your colleagues and your boss about the trends and about things that are happening in your workplace. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, and another thing you just mentioned there about searching on the Internet. Yeah, I know so many companies that I've worked for actually hire an aggregating service. One that comes to mind that we've used often is Factiva, where it aggregates news about my industry from various reputable sources, whether it's from Reuters or it, maybe it's from the AP or or like the Washington Post or the New York Times, things that people would uh, view as being high-quality resources, and it pulls them together, sends it to me in an email, and then first thing in the morning, I can go through and uh, see what's going on in my world relative to the work that I'm doing in the business and industry that I'm in. There are many tools out there. In fact, 
one tool that I use regularly is Assurance Society of Human Resource Management. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be a human resource professional to use that information. You can join that site. You can find white papers on just about any topic concerning management, recruiting, applying for jobs. It provides you with a wealth of knowledge about uh, a general uh, management skill set. Absolutely. And now, Wendy, you know, we've talked about some of the things that we can do that I think demonstrate our desire to move up. Taking a little different tact, how do we communicate that besides the actions we do to particularly, I'm thinking of a hiring manager that has an open position within his or her organization? Well, if you're upwardly mobile or want a different position in your organization, lateral or whatever, blow your horn. Don't assume that the manager or the leaders in your organization know that you're up with the mobile. Many people suffer in silence expecting that to happen by doing a good job. Simply tell the boss of your plans and desires. Uh, Companies don't know, again, uh, of more or of different responsibilities that you're eager to take on. And we we often assume that if we're doing a really good job, uh, good things will happen. Not so. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, we assume there's a scorecard out there someplace that uh, is out helping you marketing your your grades, marketing your skills. The reality is that administration has their own jobs to do. They're busy doing their own work. Um, not so grounded in reality. Sure, it happens when managers see the occasional mover or shaker uh, and plan for different responsibilities, but don't count it. You really have to explain your desire, and that should be also done at at the annual evaluation time. If you have a good manager, Mm -hmm. they're going to ask you, what are your goals? What can I help you to to achieve your goals? How can we help you make that happen? If they don't mention it, you need to bring it to their attention. Now, Wendy, I got into what at the time felt like an awkward situation, and it was in a previous organization I was a member of, and there was an opening for a management position across the organization. And I had communicated to the hiring manager that I wanted the spot within his organization. But then came that awkward moment where I felt like I needed to tell my direct boss that I was applying for a position to leave his group. Is there any good way to do that, including when is the right timing? Because in my case, you know, I, while I wasn't leaving the company, I certainly was feeling like I was leaving this organization that I was a part of. That is an indeed awkward situation. Number one, always respect the chain of command. Same company, same information to share. Tell the boss about your desire to move into a different role and potentially a different department. Some bosses will feel threatened by that. But in the end result, you need to make sure that you are um, communicating across the organization, but also telling the boss that you are considering making a move to a different job. Um, actually, in, uh, you know, goals should always be discussed, and unfortunately, there are many managers that view this as a failure and as a threat. Good managers will look at your upability as a badge of honor. But it's certainly understandable that sometimes you've got to go across the organization, but you need to pick and choose the time. It's tough to do if you don't think you're really a serious candidate for the job because it could harm your 
chances mm-hmm. for the future with this boss. But you need to you need to have a sense that it's, it's a clear possibility that you're going to be successful. And when you do have that sense of a clear possibility, that's when you need a tone because you also need that person's support. Certainly. Thinking about a different time in my career, including today, admittedly, I receive a lot of outreach from people on LinkedIn. I get calls from other companies. Sometimes it's the managers within the company. Sometimes it's their recruiters. And they're soliciting me to consider a position within their company. My question here is, what should a person do if they receive those invitations, but they're really happy in their current position? Well, LinkedIn and other sites are not just for job searching. Mm-hmm. And we need to remember that there are connections in your industry that can provide you some very valuable information and keep you updated in field. That's also another connection tool. Um, you'll see conferences, associations, meetings that will assist you to connect uh, with those with like interests. So I wouldn't refrain from getting involved in LinkedIn. I think LinkedIn is a, is a good networking tool mm-hmm. for people to communicate with in the field. Now, if we do accept then the invitation on LinkedIn, is there any particular way we should engage with those individuals? Any, Maybe any topics we should focus in on? Well, I would talk to LinkedIn associates, particularly about changes and about updates in in your career field. Uh, share information, you know, have conversations about about issues. And I think people need to be careful about the propriety issues where they're not sharing confidential information mm-hmm. about their organization. I mean, there are some industries, like the insurance industry, that do not want anyone associating cross-organizations. That, you know, that, that's the that's the issue you know with that industry, but share updates, opportunities to network with others, and again you'll find out about new pieces of information, and you'll find out about meetings and, and about conferences, and and this is an excellent networking working tool. Can't tell you how many people I've met through conferences that that become your confidants. You know, you're, you're working for different organizations. There's no threat there, but you're sharing information that's very relevant to both of your jobs. Now, Wendy, we've talked a lot about the value of standing out amongst our peers, positioning and, and pursuing opportunities. In the coming podcast, we're going to very specifically focus on the steps that a professional can take to differentiate themselves from their peer competitors. Would you mind giving us just maybe a a brief glimpse of what those steps are to set up the next two podcasts for our listeners? Certainly. Workplaces have never been more competitive. We know that. Your goal is to be on the A-list. Simple. And to make yourself indispensable to the company or the organization and and think they could make them think that they could not go on without you. You know, volunteer for teams, new assignments, special initiatives, uh, your energy and enthusiasm will be noticed. I remember one manager who said, I favor certain employees because they're are the ones who are growing and eager to dig in, take on more responsible work. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You want to be one of the favorite people within the organization. A few different steps to prepare yourself for your next move. Get to know yourself again. 
make sure that you are identifying exactly where you are in your career, what you need to still learn, what you have learned, and how you've applied it, and how you communicate it. Conduct your own personal SWOT analysis. And again, SWOT is strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats to market yourself well. Understand yourself inside and out before you try to communicate with others about what you can offer. Scope out your competition. Know your competition. Your competition is vast, more so now than ever in my lifetime. People are applying for jobs in the hundreds and thousands for the individual position that you're applying for. Know what their competition, know what your competition is and know what their qualifications are and how you need to achieve that. Um, become a voice now. Uh, you know, it sounds easier said than done. But a gap on your resume might not look good to an employer mm -hmm. where they think that this person is getting stale. Um, become a volunteer, volunteer at a church, um, volunteer at a local shelter, or a particular interest that you have. Because you you may take on a leadership role there, it's going to provide you with an excellent reference and it's going to fill that gap. Polish your references, make sure you know who you can rely on. Um, glean onto a former favorite professor of yours, an excellent source. In fact, I am a professor and, and I enjoy writing references for students. But we don't write references for just anybody. And if you see one of those as a hiring manager, take those very seriously. And remember what it was in the learning experience that you had in the classroom that makes you the, the good employee that you are. Excellent. And like I had mentioned before, we have two podcasts upcoming for our listeners where we're going to delve more deeply into each and every one of those areas. So, Wendy, I want to thank you not only for your time, but for sharing your insights with us on why it's important to stand out among our professional peers. And certainly with the difficult economic times that we're facing, not just today, but are looming ahead in the future for us, as you said, it's more important than ever for professionals to differentiate themselves from the rest of the pack if they're going to achieve their life's ambitions. And so, again, I want to thank you for joining us, and I'm looking forward to talking to you again very soon. And thank you for the opportunity, Nathan. Thank you for joining us. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Strategy Driven Professional Podcast. I would like to personally thank Wendy Powell for being with us today and sharing her insights on the importance of differentiating oneself from professional peers. As always, we would appreciate receiving your feedback by email at podcast at strategydriven.com. If you enjoyed the show, please consider recommending us on iTunes and visiting our website at www.strategydrivenprofessional.com. You can find more information about Wendy Powell and Management Experience Acquired at www.managementexperienceacquired.com. Until next time, so long.